I hope you are enjoying uh, with me as we go through the Bible here in the book of Ephesians chapter 2. And we've been looking this week at the uh, first three verses so far of this great chapter that tells us our desperate need for salvation. Uh, As I said yesterday, there's probably no place in the Bible that that showcases our need for Christ, for our redemption, than no no better place than these verses right here. We've seen so far that uh, we need salvation because we're dead in our trespasses and sins, uh, because we formerly walked according to the course of this world system that is in opposition to God, Uh, thirdly, because we are walking according to the prince of the power of the air, Satan himself, who is working in the sons of disobedience. We come now to number four, and we pick it up in verse three. Among them, we too all formerly lived in the lust of our flesh, indulging indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. So now he moves off to the flesh itself. Perhaps the greatest enemy that you and I have in our spiritual battles is, is the flesh. Although Satan is mentioned a number of times in the Bible as being our great enemy, as well as the world system, uh, the flesh is mentioned far more often. And the flesh is that portion of us that is, uh, once again, in rebellion against God. Uh, it's It's our rebellious, defiant nature, and we're born that way. We're born with this nature that is in opposition to God, and it's called the flesh. After salvation... We still battle with the flesh, but now Christ is our master, not the flesh. But there's a battle going on. And that battle is described for us in Galatians chapter 5. I want you to turn back there a page or two in your Bibles and look at this with me, because this is so important to know what the flesh is up to. Even as Christians battle it. And here is what it says about the flesh. It says, verse 18, But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now, the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immortality, oops, I'm sorry, immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of angers, disputes, dissensions, factions, envyings, drunkenness, carousings, and things like these of which I forewarned you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So he tells us the flesh then, and he gives a whole list here of sinful behaviors. I'm sure he could have added to this list, and in other places of the New Testament, we have many other things that are sinful and rebellious, but he gave us quite a list here of things that uh, are obviously in opposition to the righteousness of God. And he says that when you're living this way, when these things dominate your life and characterize your life, when that is happening, He says, such people will not inherit the kingdom of God. He is not saying that if you sin in these ways, and all of us sin, all Christians sin, and some of these things uh, we have all done, maybe not all of them, but many of them perhaps we have. It doesn't mean because you sin in that way that you are are forfeiting heaven or the kingdom of of God here. It does mean that if this is the characteristic of your life, if the flesh is the characteristic of your life, then uh, you apparently do not know the Lord himself. But still, that does not negate the great battle that you and I have with the flesh. And so when we're saved, the flesh is not removed, just like Satan is not removed or the world system is not removed. These are still our enemies, and we will battle with them until the Lord takes us home. 
So we back up for a moment and says th and say this. It says this in verse 16. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. What he's saying here is this. We're going to be in a great battle with the flesh as long as we're in this body, until the Lord takes us home. But you don't have to be dominated by the flesh. You can walk in the Spirit through the power of the Holy Spirit who resides in the Christian. We have the ability through God's grace and God's power to win the battle over the flesh. The unbeliever doesn't have that capacity. That's what he's saying back in Ephesians. Uh, before salvation, uh, this uh, we were na by nature, this was our nature. Rebellion against God following the flesh. He even goes so far as to say, we, by nature, children of wrath. That means we were under the righteous wrath of God, the judgment of God, because we were living in rebellion against Him. We put all these together, then we have a hopeless situation, don't we? Uh, we're dead in our sins. Uh, we're under the power of this world system. We're under the, the thumb of Satan. Uh, we're following our nature, just our nature, which is the flesh, which is opposing to God and defiant of God. And so no wonder we need to be saved. And without the grace of God, there's no hope. But that leads us to the very next line in the very next verse that gives us the remedy to our dilemma of sin and the need for salvation. The remedy is coming, and we'll look at it tomorrow. Have a wonderful day in the Lord.